Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable human centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. So I've got a soda can in my hands, one of these fancy sparkling waters. And if I look closely, I see the words California CRV on the top of the can. It's an inscription I've seen, I don't know, hundreds, maybe thousands of times, and generally haven't thought that much about. But for those who gather aluminum cans and plastic bottles, that CRV inscription, it means money. And it piqued the interest of this week's question asker. Hi, this is Boyd Arnold, and I'm a resident of San Francisco. Boyd has noticed people collecting recyclables near where he works downtown. I was just curious to learn more about people who collect cans who are very public in their work but are very invisible otherwise. I'm Olivia Allen Price. This is the Bay Curious Podcast, the show that answers your questions about the Bay Area. Today, we'll learn about CRV, California Refund Value, and meet some people who are cashing in on recycling. Support for Bay Curious comes from Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Committed to brewing things the right way since 1980, because when you're a family-run brewery, there's no other way to do it. Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Still family-owned, operated, and argued over. And be sure to stay tuned through the end of the show so you can play our monthly trivia game for a chance to win some cool prizes. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. You get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast. With an S. Thanks. There are a lot of different people who take the time to turn used bottles and cans into cold, hard cash. Jessica Placek headed to the R Planet Recycling Center in San Francisco to learn how and why people do this work. The place is loud. The sound of glass being smashed and metal being sorted drowns out the sounds of Highway 101 right overhead. Every day, starting at 7.30 a.m., people line up. When customers get to the front of the line, their recyclables are weighed. At Our Planet Recycling, a pound of plastic bottles gets you around $1.20. Aluminum is more valuable and can get you as much as $2 a pound. That might not sound like an awful lot, but it's enough for people to rely on it as their full-time job. This is my work for a long time, away about more than 20 years. Darwin Lern rigged his pickup truck with plywood sheets along the side so he can haul a lot of recyclables. Each day, he and another guy visit around 10 different bars and restaurants around the city to pick up bottles and cans. 
how much would a truck full of stuff make you? Between the Monday to Friday, uh, no much, but you know, $150-$160. Many customers are less formal about gathering recyclables. People walk here on foot carrying what they can. Another customer has filled a beat-up RV from floor to ceiling with plastic. Others arrive with recyclables spilling out of sedans. How often do you come here? Daily. I meet Willie Cobb while he's separating his aluminum from his plastic. And how much do you make each day about? Ten dollars. Ten dollars? Got it. And where do you mostly get the recycling? Uh oh, just around. It's just around? Yeah. Do you ever have trouble? in neighborhoods and looking in the dumpster. What do you usually use um, the ten dollars for? Food, cigarettes, and beer. Many people come to this center because, let's face it, San Francisco is one of the most expensive cities in the U.S., and every cent can count. A handful of people I talk to also have other jobs. Uh, I work in uh, Kaiser. What's your name? Tony Tang. Tony says he saves all his used containers and is always on the lookout for more. His friends and family also give him their empties. What do you do with the money? I buy them the, the water and cook again. Tang makes $44 today. That's after spending three months gathering bins and bins of recyclables. Jessica found all kinds of people gathering recyclables. Many do it as their full-time job, others for pocket money, some because they just value recycling, or because, hey, it's literally throwing money away if you don't. That gets us to a second question from listener Boyd Arnold. And then I'm also curious about the actual economics of recycling and the process of recycling as well. Here's a quick primer on how California refund value, or CRV, works. Let's say you buy a can of soda at the store. You pay an extra 5 or 10 cents on top of the price of that soda that goes to the California Beverage Container Recycling Fund. It's basically a pot of money from all the beverage container sales in the whole state. When you're done with the soda, you can take that can to a recycling center and get your 5 or 10 cents back. Now, if you put your soda can in the blue bin, whoever picks up your curbside recycling gets to keep that 5 or 10 cents. And if that can never gets recycled, your money stays in the recycling fund and is used to subsidize the program. Centers like Our Planet Recycling make money by selling containers in bulk for their scrap value. And as Jessica Plachek will tell us, not all recyclables are worth the same amount. We're going to look at aluminum, plastic, and glass. Let's start with aluminum. Recycling centers in California are making money on aluminum cans. About $600 per ton is the net. This is Mark Murray of Californians Against Waste. He says the high scrap value for aluminum is because companies making aluminum cans realized it's much cheaper to recycle it than to mine and process the raw material, bauxite. Recycling centers make money on aluminum, something you can't say about glass. Glass is recycled, but it takes a lot of energy to clean it before it's melted down. It's also heavy and expensive to transport. 
Glass has what we call a negative scrap value. Places like Our Planet Recycling would lose a lot of money on glass if it weren't for subsidies. But because of the ways these subsidies are calculated, the state has been paying out less money, making it harder to break even in this business. And then there's plastic. Plastic is complicated because there's a lot of different types. While many plastics are technically recyclable, California doesn't have the infrastructure nor is it economical to recycle a lot of them. So many types of plastic end up in landfill. One plastic we do recycle is PET. Plastic like PET can be sold for reuse, where it's chopped up, cleaned, melted, turned into pellets, and then made into something new. Basically, the scrap value for PET plastic covers about half of the cost of recycling. So as you can tell, profit margins are not huge in this business. This is one of the reasons hundreds of California recycling centers have shut down in recent years. In San Francisco, there were once 35 recycling centers. And other guys went out to business. This is Urs Chasser, the CEO of Our Planet Recycling. And now I believe we have probably three, four or five left. Mm. Another reason for the closures is the rising costs of the city. You know how much is the rent? You have to have land. And it's not easy to find a welcoming location either. The other reason why San Francisco doesn't have too many recycling centers because uh, everybody is uh, open-minded about recycle. As long as it's not close to my living area. Mark Murray of Californians Against Waste says recycling center closures have really hurt. California's recycling rate has dropped since 2014. Thanks to reporter Jessica Plachek and to our question asker, Boyd Arnold. If you want to see what happens to your recycling after it leaves the curb, head to baycurious.org. We've got a video from our trip to the Recology Recycling Center. The Bay Curious team has set a pretty ambitious goal this month, reach 350 reviews on Apple Podcasts. Help us to impress our bosses by leaving some love, won't you? It takes just a few minutes and is a big help. Bay Curious is made in San Francisco at KQED. I'm Olivia Allen Price. Have a great week. Hi, Bay Curious listeners. Are you ready to play May's trivia game? Every month, we read a question here at the end of our episode. You can give us your answers over at our website, kqed.org slash baycurious, or just click the link in the episode description. Out of the correct answers, we'll randomly choose one lucky winner to receive a cool prize package with Bay Curious swag and Sierra Nevada goodies. Okay, our question for the month is, the world's longest-running pillow-fighting contest was held from 1966 to 2006 in what Bay Area town? Our trivia quiz is made possible by Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Good luck! Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest, and I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio, it was always KQED. 
And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support.